Hi, friends, and welcome to All Things Relatable, a place where stories are shared. It's hard to put a value on a story because the lasting effects it can have are often priceless. An individual's story has the potential to impact our lives in tremendous ways. My hope for you in joining me today is that this episode resonates with you and that you leave enlightened, ignited, and inspired because it only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. I am so excited to chat with my next guest, Grace. She's an author, an inspirational speaker, and an aspiring Olympian. She is my youngest guest to date. She is nine. It lights up my soul when I meet children who dream big. I love when they realize they don't have to be all grown up to do great things and live out their dreams. Grace is here to share with us how to embody a winning mindset, the secrets to successfully staying motivated, and her vision of becoming an Olympian. Hey, Grace, thanks so much for being here. I'm so excited to dive into your story. I'm very excited to share my journey with everyone today. Yay! Oh my gosh. And you're nine. I just think this is so amazing. So let's go back. You had a near drowning incident about two and a half years ago. Can you share with us how you ended up, how that ended up leading you into karate? It ended, it ended up leading me to karate because I didn't like to get bullied. And I actually had hard times a lot. So it was most It was mostly from technology. Okay. So when you were in school, you were being bullied online? Um, Outside of school at my house. Oh, okay. So after you kind of had your near drowning incident, um, then how did you decide that karate, like what was it about that incident that led you to join karate. So you said you were being bullied. So why karate? Well, my family chose karate because karate is a type of Japanese and Okinawan sport and it's it's self-defense. Okay. So what was happening then? Um, Were these people that you knew that you were being bullied by, or was it people that you didn't know? These were people that I knew and they were constantly um, bullying me every once in a while, especially when I came back from school. Okay. And what did they do that, like, were they just calling you names or were they like physically hurting you? Like, what did the bullying look like? Mostly with the words. Okay. So then you got into karate. Did you fall in love with karate right away? Yes, I did. It, it was really enjoyable the first time. Okay, what about it did you love when you went to your first session? My first session was learning techniques, which was punching and kicking. Okay, so you liked it the first time you went. When you first went into karate, did you realize how far you could go once you've joined? Did you realize that you could take it as far as you've come? Or did you just go into it just for... Um, kind of the bullying aspect for self-defense? I mostly just went in because I wanted to just learn more self-defense because I love to do other things and practice karate moves and watch lots of movies with my family, like The Karate Kid. And 
I wasn't sure how far my journey was going to get. So I wanted to continue and I did. Okay. So when you were going to these sessions of karate, when was it that you realized that you could um, compete, I guess, at a national and international level? How long did it take to build your skills and get there? It took me about four months, I believe, until my first tournament to practice. So I had a lot of time to practice and learn new techniques and work on mistakes that I've made. Okay. What, um, did you build any, um, confidence or like, how did, um, karate help you mentally? Did it change the way that you were thinking about yourself or thinking about how others were treating you? Did it help in that way too? Yes, it did. It really helped me, especially, especially with in the mental in my brain, because, Sometimes I would just get frustrated that I didn't know how to do anything and other people knew how to do something and I always wanted to do it. Okay. So this was karate was something that you could do. You felt confident when you were building your skills over the four months. Yes. Okay. And then tell me about the first tournament. My first tournament was at the Miami Open which was in Miami, Florida. And it was exciting and nerve wracking because we got lost and I was not happy. I thought I would miss my turn, well, my rank to show the moves that I knew. Okay, so did you end up making it there before it was your turn? Yes, I did end up making it there and I was happy and relieved. Okay. And then how did you, how did the tournament go? How did you place in the tournament? What was it like uh, the very first time? The tournament went well. I got to meet my friend, Cheryl Murphy, and I even got her back. And I placed first place gold medal twice for kata, which is form and pattern. And kumite, which is fighting, also known as sparring. Wow. So there you go to your very first tournament and get two gold medals. Yes. Okay. So then you come back. Um, When did you figure out that you wanted to go to karate for the Olympics? Because karate, well, had started to be an Olympic sport just this year. And I thought I could actually might be able to make it to the Olympics this year. But since it might not actually happen, I might be able to have another chance later. Okay. I know. I was talking to a girlfriend and said, like, I never even realized karate was in the Olympics. So this would potentially be the first year that it's in this year. Yes. Okay. So you would potentially be able to compete in the Olympics this year if they are a go, but if not, when's the next chance where you could compete? Would it be four years down the road? Yes. Four years down the road. Okay. So do you, is this something that you see yourself continuing on with four years down the road? Like how do you stay motivated 
to keep showing up, keep developing your skills when potentially it could be four years down the road? I stay motivated by practicing all the time, doing strength training and endurance. Okay. What is the schedule for an aspiring Olympian? How many hours a day or how many times a week do you have to practice? At least one hour a day, if you can make it. But with me for school, and then sometimes I have other things to do. I just do it on the weekends because that's my free time. Okay. So is it hard to balance um, school and everything else and also practicing karate? For me, it's really easy because I do lots of things. Okay. What other kind of things are you interested in? What are your other hobbies? Reading, writing, and math. Okay. So you like all of the academic stuff. Awesome. Okay. So when you go to the tournament, so you went to your first tournament and you placed, you got gold twice. So as you continued on in karate, were you always winning or were there times where you were, um, falling down, failing, or weren't placing? Sometimes I would get hurt. Overall, I would lose. I've only lost once and got a silver medal, but I'm sure that there'll be other times that I might not place. So what is your ultimate goal? My ultimate goal is to reach a black belt and and overcome my mistakes. So is there any special um, strategies or tools that you do before to mentally prepare before you go into a match that help to, to keep you focused? I breathe and I make a plan with my coach. Okay. And is it the same plan every time with your coach or does it depend on where you're at? So it's a different plan each time. It depends on the person, like how they are fighting or how they do their former, former pattern. Okay. So you have, do you have to study other Um, competitors before you make the plan? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, What's been the most challenging thing so far to overcome? Losing this year uh, in AAU. It's a national competition. And I lost during my foreign pattern because I didn't take one minute to breathe. And I did the wrong form and pattern. Okay. So breathing is so important in karate. Um, Do you have to do any meditation? Do you do meditation before you practice? Yes, we do meditation before we start. Okay. And when you're doing the meditation, are you just trying to clear your mind or are you visualizing Um, how you're going to show up and the moves that you're going to do. We clear our minds. So then we're like, we're basically, um, our brains are emptied and ready for, to warm up our mind, basically for training hard. And is there ever a time where you just don't feel like it or you don't want to practice? Yes. There are lots of times I don't even want to practice at all. And do you do it anyways? Yes. Yes. And how do you feel after that? Tired. (laughs) (laughs) Tired. So do you think all of your hard work and practice will be worth it or is worth it? Yes, it will will definitely be worth it. 
Okay. You are wearing a shirt that says I am dynamite and you wrote a book. Can you tell us about this book that you wrote and what, and how you, um, got inspired to write a book? My inspiration for writing the book is because I wanted to share my journey with everyone. So I had a notebook for karate, which has things that I was, I was improving at and the things that I needed to improve at. Okay. And how do you think this will help the reader? If somebody's reading your book, how do you think that it's going to help them in their life? It'll probably help them to actually try some sports. Yeah. Do you think it'll get people maybe trying uh, karate or other sports like that? Yes. Maybe they, they don't realize the benefits that come from it or how it can transform your mindset and um, gain that strength that you've, you've gained like mentally and physically. Okay. I have another question. So if you weren't in karate, what other um, event would you go for in the Olympics? I'd probably go for truck and field. What advice do you have for other kids out there? Always believe in yourself. And what should someone do? What should um, some young kid do if they don't currently believe in themselves? Like what, what, do you, what advice would you give to them? Where could they start to gain some confidence? Write some affirmations down in a book. Is that something you do? Yes. I even have a coloring book that has um, pages that you can find affirmations. Oh, wow. What is your favorite affirmations to say to yourself? Do you have ones that you say all the time or do you rotate through different ones? I rotate, but my favorite one is the first page because it says I am strong. Wow. So you have a coloring book as well, where people can color and practice daily affirmations. Yes. So if you could make up one rule that everyone on the planet had to follow, what would it be? Always try something new because you don't know what could be coming your way. And it's always good to try something new anyway. Yeah. So what kind of things do you try? Um, that are new? I try basketball, soccer, jump roping, dance, um, ballet, racing, track and field. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Because sometimes we're afraid to try out something new because we might not be good at it or we might not love it. But if you don't know, um, if you don't try it out, you'll never know. So it's not like you have to fall in love with something that you try out, it's just good to try it because you might be surprised. Were you surprised how much that you loved karate? Yes, I was very surprised. I thought I would probably quit the second day I was there because I'm not always on sports. Okay, you thought that maybe second day that would be it, but you stuck to it and, yes, I- and look where you are now. Wow. Uh, who are your mentors? Who do you look up to? One of my mentors is Daniel Scott. She's an Olympia, Olympian in volleyball, five-time medalist, gold Olympian. Um, and Cheryl Murphy, she, is, she does karate too. And I even got her book. Okay. With an autograph. 
So she, is she someone that you look up to in the karate world that you aspire to be like? Yes. So I have three boys and as a mom, what do you think is the most important thing that I can do to help support them in their dreams? Let them try a new sport. And if they like it, then if they want to stay, they, it's your decision. You can let them stay or they can try another sport. Um, how has this changed uh, things at school? Are people being kinder to you? They are. Okay. Why do you think that is? Is it like your confidence in the way that you show up or like, did something change? It's probably the confidence the confidence because I have a lot of confidence ever since I started karate. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share with us about um, your books, your journey, your Olympic dream dream before we sign off anything that is coming up that you think it's important for us to know? Oh yes. One of my awards was being Miss Shrewsbury in my hometown. And I'm very pleased with that. Wow. Okay. So how did that come about? Did you have to do any training for, to get this award? I had to do kinds of walks, like the catwalk, which was just walking and making our hands go anywhere and speaking and telling me, like speaking to an audience. Okay. And that's something that you're doing more of. So why do you like speaking to an audience and sharing your story? Because I get to share my story and people get to know more about me. Okay. So what do you want to leave people with? What do you want them to know about you? That you might lose, especially me, because I've lost a few times, uh, but I've still got better and there's always something new coming your way. Okay. I love it. I love um, how you show up and your dream to become uh, an Olympian. And I hope that I get to uh, watch you and cheer you on. Hopefully things this year um, will be a go, but if not, I know every four years they come. So uh, keep training hard and and doing what you do and following your dream. I think it's so cool when uh, kids follow their dreams and go after things that they want and they don't have to wait. You don't have to wait until you are an adult to do any of it. So you are definitely an inspiration and I loved talking with you and I love your message for everyone. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me. I cannot wait to share your story. And yeah, it was lovely talking to you. Thank you so much, Candace. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of All Things Relatable. If you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it, please pass it along. Also, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe.